0: Hey, Peter. Hey, Adam. Is this a live thing? Uh, It's a kind of... I mean, I'm looking at you on a screen and you're alive. So yeah, it's a live thing.
1: I'm Adam Anis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily Music Advice, coming at you. What are we talking about today, Peter?
0: Martin? Well, today we are talking about the seven habits of a highly effective effective jazz musician. And I came oh, up with this title this morning as I was on my... Wait, you
1: invented this title? Yes, I, feel I like did. feel like this sounds very familiar. Well, show it to me exactly like that somewhere. Except for the last part. It <laughs> sounds really familiar.
0: It's possible. You know, it's like when you soloing and you... Um, you know, you throw in a little doo bop, and you're like, "What did somebody do that before?" But doo bop, you know, and you think that you've coming up with it yourself, but lo and behold, perhaps you didn't. So it mm. is possible that that's been used by a book by Stephen Covey for like 80 years. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, we thought it'd be fun just to talk about, you know, these kind of lists. Uh, I think can be good to sort of encapsulate many of the concepts that we talk about, kind of our core principles in a lot of ways. And I like to think about, um, you know, the things that we preach and we practice. Uh, and I think you and I, like, we're, we're definitely, it, it feels like we're in the, the longest period these last three months of actually practicing what we preach on a daily basis than we've probably ever been, both individually sure. and together. It's oh, been, for sure. It's been a very creative and, and productive time. And so yeah. these uh, habits... Are ones that I think that we have and that we've had at different times, uh, and we'll talk about that a little bit because I know you've been you've been getting big into the study of habits as a vibe for a while, and uh, it, it's it's great when you find things that are productive for your playing, both long term, medium term, and short term. You know, uh, the short term is always what we want, but it's really that medium and long term that's great. So hopefully, these will be ones that'll if you're not already doing. Uh, you can start to adopt and if you're doing them will further embolden you to keep that habit going
1: well i think it's also great to just acknowledge some of the commonalities that people who are good at something have even though there might be a wide variety of personalities skill levels artistic choices and things like that there are you know a kind of a center shot of 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 habits of behaviors Uh, of mindsets that the people who are at the top level of whatever it is, whether that's playing jazz or whether that's, you know, medicine or whether that's running or whatever you want to talk about basketball, whatever we're talking about here, these are things that, that all of the people at the top do. Yeah. Right. There, there, no, like you can, you can be at the top and have some of the things on the outskirts be different. And that's what makes everything so great is that people, People are different and and express themselves confidently and in different ways. But these seven things that we're going to talk about today, there's no great jazz musician that doesn't have all of these together. Right. You just can't get to a certain level without it. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I think what's important for everyone just to kind of think about,
0: and we could frame all of these, is that really these are habits. They're also, like, notice we're not saying seven things you should do as to be an effective jazz musician. These are things that we're kind of thinking about that if you can develop them as a habit and you know a habit is is really that's we could get into a whole nother thing about that but it's basically something that you've done enough that it's automatic it's just a part of who you are it's it's a part of your lifestyle it's a part of you know you get up you put your, your shoes on you brush your teeth whatever whether it's a good habit or a bad habit we think that these are all good habits for you as as far as being a jazz musician but the fun part is i mean it's a challenge on some of these and we'll talk about that you know to develop them into habits but once you got it as a habit you know you got to keep it. You got to keep it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So uh, what's number one? Well, number one, listen.
1: Surprise, surprise.
0: <laughs> I was going to put it number two, but I was like, you know what? Why not? So, yeah, if you get in the habit of listening, um, now this, this is one of those habits I think that's like riding a bike in that once you get into this habit, it's very difficult to lose it, actually. Some other yeah. ones I found, like flossing. I've, I've had trouble with flossing. I'm not going to lie. That's not on the list for this, but just flossing in general because I don't like it. So I've gotten into the habit of it, but I don't enjoy it. Listening is such you gotta an get enjoyable part. You a water part, pick, bro. You need a uh, water And pick, kind of man. frictionless part of uh, developing as a musician that I think that most people are probably in this habit. It's always a good reminder. But the idea is like, how do, we, how do we even broaden that? So like listening to new sounds, listening to, of course, the history and the lineage of the music, but also listening to other genres, listening to other styles, other musicians, but just being in that constant habit of listening to stuff. And then that... I think transfers over in an organic way into listening as you're playing and listening as you're on the bandstand playing with other people listening in a recording it just becomes a lifestyle because it's a habit like you're always listening it's like people who know are great conversationalists if you check them out they're actually great listeners you know they're very good at listening when they're talking. Or not. Like right now, I can tell you you're you're listening, man. You're 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 paying
1: attention. You're listening. Thank you. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> trying. You know what? Actually, so you said that this one is easy for most people. This one, since since especially I've had children, uh, the the listening for pleasure yeah. is something that I actually have to work at to keep it easy and accessible to me. I just I just did a solo podcast on Friday about making our habits that we want to stick with making them easy and obvious. Yeah. And I did that podcast because I'd spent the day making my sort of my home listening stereo setup more easy and obvious for me to be able to just put on music when I want. Because That's great. We don't have a huge house. I have two kids. There's a lot of media that's going on with like, you know, we, we have television and we have their now their online learning, you know, is yep. all part of our like media center not to mention video games or whatever else we want to do as a family. But the listening part, you know, I had to like really consider the configuration of my stereo, my record player, my Bluetooth, just to make sure that I was like, can I just come downstairs in the morning and put on music without having to you know how like what what are the barriers to me doing that because i don't do it as much as i'd like yeah and that means it's not easy so i think for some people especially if you're caught up in life like listening for pleasure is something that i have to actually work at carving out time for and mm-hmm. i'm I'm somewhat embarrassed to say that but that's you know that's where i am man that's that's where it is right well now. i
0: think you know having the young kids is definitely a, a big part of that um and i remember i remember that like i used to do stuff just like when I was driving. You're probably not driving around, though, now or anything. Exactly. That's another yeah. thing I've lost with my opportunities to listen. Exactly. To listen. We'd yeah. always have, like, the CD player in there. But, like, I've got one of the little Google Homes in the living room. And, I mean, mm. the sound is not – it does go through the Sonos through some pretty good speakers. It's Of mm. course, it's not, it's not like having the LPs. But I had the same thing. Like, I wanted just to be in the habit of listening to stuff, but I didn't want to have the barriers. So I come in, and I'm just like, uh, hey, Google, play uh, Herbie Hancock Radio. And this nice. is kind of embarrassing to say because it's so random. But what it does no, – okay. Huh?
1: That's okay, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I but see, it plays like that. it's not just Herbie, it'll play like Horace Silver. It, you know, it yeah. kind of just it plays, it's like a radio station without somebody jabbering on there. And for when I just want to hear some good music and sit down and listen, or if I'm reading and want to hear something, I find that that's an easy way. And then, of course, you know, I like doing the focus listening where I'll really carve out the time to sit down and, and hopefully listen to an, a, a whole album. The Tuesday night sessions have been great for that. That's really reinvigorated. And again, it's sure. just like you schedule it and then you do it, and then you're like, wow, why am I not like, think of all the things that. That we schedule and we spend time on that are so much less useful than sitting and listening to
1: a Love Supreme from beginning to end. Oh my gosh. I well, mean, yeah, Tiger I, King what,
0: comes to mind. <laughs>
1: for real. When, I, when we did that last Tuesday, I was like, why don't I just do this once a day? It's 34 minutes long. You know what I mean? I do right. so much other bullshit. Right. <laughs> so I, right. Right. Like all day long, I could easily spend 34 minutes just making myself feel right. like that. Right. So there you go.
0: The You'll hear a podcast. It's with, it's the name of our podcast. Me and Adam just admitted we don't even do it. And we say, number one, listen, all the time. Ah. Now that we do. <laughs> but this – now make sure that this transfers to all we, – we're talking about listening to recordings, which is a big part of this. But listening to yourself, listening. Yep. Like a habit of listening is literally as easy as that, like listening, you know if you're talking to somebody, it's not just when you schedule time to listen to love Supreme or whatever, it really becomes, uh, you, you you know, you just have to do it and then develop that good habit and then just reap the benefits that it, that it bestows upon you.
1: I have one more thing with listening and I know we're spending a lot of time on it, but it's that important. That's why it's number one. It's why it always comes up. But one of the other, one of the other things from that, uh, from that James clear habit book, the atomic (laughs) habit book that I really love that I've already done with other things like exercise uh, and reading is um, that I'm gonna that I've started doing with listening too, just in the last few days, and it uh, it works so easily. It's it's uh, it's habit bundling, mm. right? So and listening is perfect for this because it's a passive thing. We don't need to we don't need to have our eyes focused on anything. We don't need to have you know uh, to sit down for it. We can be doing other things, uh, even if it's not deep listening. Yeah. It's still good to listen. So try you know putting it in with another daily habit. If you listened to a song, really listen to a song as you brush your teeth in the morning on your earbuds, you know what I mean? Yep. That could go a long way every day. At the end of the week, you've listened to you know seven songs intently and probably brush your teeth for a little bit longer than you might normally have to. Exactly. But something like that, that's not what I'm doing, but something like that where you're tying the habit to something else. And any of these habits actually could be bundled with any other yep. or with other uh, daily habits that you have to that you have to partake in Like we were just talking about driving for me listening and driving were, yeah. were habits that were bundled and now that that's gone I have to find something else to bundle my listening with.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um and we're going to link below to Atomic Habits cuz I had a couple folks tweet at me about that. I think we mentioned in another episode.
1: And so there's a link below. Highly recommend that uh that book. Okay, let's go on to number 2. Number 2 is practice Uh, in getting into the daily habit of practice, to to fall in love with the process, to have the patience and the realization that there is no finish line with being a musician. There's no point that you can pinpoint one, there's no day where you're like, that's the day I became a good musician. That <laughs> no. doesn't happen. No. It's more of an a, of a ongoing process that you have to constantly come back to, constantly refresh yourself in, and then look back and, and see that you've made some progress. Now, stay tuned for tomorrow's episode where we talk about how to tell if you've made progress or how you're making progress yeah. to stay motivated. But practice is something that You can't just say, okay, I'm going to go in and I'm going to practice for two weeks. I'm going to get these voicings or I'm going to go and I'm going to practice for two months. You have to find however you can. You have to claw your way to a routine that works for you. And then you have to constantly reevaluate as your life changes because... You know, when it's different practicing when you're seventeen than it is when you're forty one. You know what when I mean? I was dif- seventeen. <laughs> exactly. The difference in your lifestyle is yeah. so different. Yeah. And and the difference in everything and in, in, in who you are is, is so different. So you really have to take some time to figure out how to include practice in your daily habit routine. Yeah, absolutely. And I I mean a little spoiler spoiler alert for tomorrow, you know, like when you're
0: talking about you know practice so that you can become a great player on a certain date you know getting better the all the benefits that we reap from practicing are basically lagging indicators of a well disciplined sure. and well intentioned daily practice routine that you have so if you believe in and fall in love with the process that
1: will come and it, it you know for sure you're not going to know what the date it's going to come, but it will come, you know, it will come. You just might not know it, but here's the thing is you can't, if you're not seeing the results you want, you can't stop. Right. Because you will like, I have, I've had this shoulder injury for the last year where it's like, it kind of hurts to lift my left arm Mm -hmm. above my head a little bit. Like it's not terrible, but it just is a little painful. Yeah. And I found this really great stretching routine and I did it for a while and I was like, my shoulder still hurts, you know, screw this, I'm, I'm not doing this anymore. And then about, I, I started noticing though, I would do this routine and about a week and a half later, my shoulder felt fine for about a week and I would stop doing the routine and then it would come back And then I realized, like, oh, it's a major lagging indicator, this stretching routine. Like, I just have to keep at it at a regular schedule, and eventually the pain is consistently gone. And now it has been for a month. But it's the same kind of thing with the practice of the piano. You are not going to see results you're working on that that day, that week, maybe not even that month, maybe not even that year for some of the technical stuff. But you are going to look back in two years and be like... Like I did all that work, and now i I can hear it in, and like these things that used to be hard are easy, yeah,
0: you know? now we should just note though that um we you what you will see results sometimes even on a daily or hour by hour basis is like really on the meta level of say you're working on fingerings on you know certain scales that you don't know, like as you learn those, they will get easier like yeah. the the inside. Like you should be able to mark those and you will, you know, people see yeah. that all the time and and celebrate that and use those as markers and indicators of your progress. The bigger scale, like becoming a better player, becoming a more confident uh, improviser. Those are really a combination of all of these habits and, and some more that we are not mentioning, but we're going to definitely hit the big ones today. But that's a combination of that. And this one practice is really the one most I would say most closely linked with um you know, really having discipline. Like when people yeah. start like, "Oh, I'm not a disciplined person" or "Not a disciplined practicer. I'm like, no. I mean, a disciplined practicer is just somebody who practices every day. Like That's anybody right. can be. Like you might not be the most efficient practicer, but it doesn't matter. It's like if you say, uh, "Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna become a runner," so. There's there's two different types of people when it comes to this. There's the one who's like, "Let me get a trainer, let me get a book about what are the best shoes to get. Let me let me do all the research and analysis." And there's the other one that's just like, "Let me go out and see if I can run for 2 minutes and then I'll walk some or whatever. And then yeah. I'll figure out the shoes as I go." You know, yeah, they yeah, actually yeah. have discipline. That they've started like discipline you can start today in your practice. You, because if you practice today, you can say, "I practice every day." Now, That's tomorrow, right. you might screw it up, but at least you started it today. We have the opportunity to reinvent ourselves as a disciplined uh,
1: musician every day. And, and how we do that is through practice. Practice? I'm talking about the game. <laughs> no, no. The practice is the game. Yeah. Find your way to a good daily practice routine, and you will become a better player. There's yeah. No doubt big about. shout out to Allen Iverson. His birthday's today, too, by the way. Well, oh, yesterday, nice. by the time you're hearing this. so. most underrated uh, players in NBA history. Right. All right. Uh, number three. Uh, Number three, this is the habit of being social,
0: Uh, the habit of getting out, sitting in, hearing others live, interacting with other musicians, realizing that we have something to learn from others. We have something to learn from interacting with others about ourselves. And it's just really being in the habit of being outwardly looking. Um, I guess that would be intrapersonal. Is that the technical way of saying that as opposed to no interpersonal, interpersonal? Right, like, I feel like int- you just switched
1: to an R and E, yeah,
0: and you yeah, made you know, it something. Yeah, yeah, intra is more like the the, the lone wolf, the the, the unibomber, <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> right. right. Um, so yeah, so this is a habit that can be harder for people. Like if you are a um, an introvert, uh, this can be difficult. Well, I should say probably more if you're shy. This is difficult. Introverts actually don't have a problem with this. I don't know if you know this, Adam. I'm an introvert. Did you know that? No, there's not, it's not possible. No, I, I absolutely am. I've taken, I've what? taken the test. I think I am. I, I do. I'm not shy. I'm, I'm not a shy introvert. But I think I am. A, I mean, if you think about an introvert, is somebody who is perfectly happy to be with themselves. That doesn't yeah, need yeah. stimulation from other people. Yeah, I enjoy true. that. But you know, yeah. And I think we all have these different sides. I never believe in this, like, are you an extrovert or an? I think we always have different sides to these things.
1: Yeah, I think most people are, are, are percentages of all of those things for right. sure. But I think that yeah, I, that, that you ahead. know the whole thing of
0: being social is is work for some people, it comes easier to others. But like any habit, you know, you just do it, and then it becomes. And,
1: and really, this sounds like a you know being social sounds like a kind of a rah rah kind of habit. But it's yeah. actually one of the more practical habits you can have, because you will learn. Information from being around people who are just a little bit better than you. That's right. And That's right. You will be influenced by their taste in music you've not heard of. Yeah. Uh, it's just incredibly important to find your community. It helps develop who you are as a player, as a person, as an artist. Yep. Can't be overstated how important that. That actually, these top three, these would be like the trident for getting better. Right, listening, practice, and being social. You know, everything else makes you a, a, that we have here is great and makes you a great artist and is a effective habit. Yeah. But these top three really determine, I think, how good of a player you are.
0: Yeah. So if you're super busy, you can just tune out now. <laughs> you got the good ones already too. <laughs> but I think you know, being so that number three is also
1: like listen to this podcast. I mean, let's be honest. For sure. You know, you, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. think we
0: got you got something to learn here,
1: let's oh, go yeah. on to number. That, four. that also is and listen to this podcast could be number one and number <laughs> two. <laughs> That's right.
0: You'll hear it.